Hello all, and welcome to a very special episode of Audio Stew. Um, I'm your host, Kurt Bailey, and today's guest is Kurt Bailey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something a little different. Um, it's been a very very long year. Um, a lot of ups and downs throughout it all. And I thought it would be good to take some time and just reflect on this year. Um, and I thought, well, you know, what better way of doing that than talking into a microphone for, I, I have no idea how long this is going to be. Um, part of me thinks it's going to be about 15 minutes, and a part of me knows Kurt Bailey and how um, he likes to go on a lot of rants about things like I am doing right now and uh, so I, I, I could even see this going a whole hour which is kind of crazy to think that I'm capable of talking to myself for an hour but I guess time time will prove um, what happens here but anyway so I thought doing this would be a just a great way for myself. Pardon me. I had some uh, some sparkling grape juice, and uh, the carbonation is showing itself. I suppose. Let me take a sip of this water. Oh, did you hear that? Or did you not hear that? That's right. I didn't use a water bottle this time. Just a plain old Kool-Aid cup. Got like a million of those in this house. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, so, great, great, uh, way of reflecting, um, but also, honestly, just letting you guys get to know me a little bit, um, if you're a regular listener of this show, you, you probably know me pretty well already, um, but, you know, I figure... Even, even if you do know me well, um, I don't always talk about myself a lot. Um, I, I suppose I should caveat that a little bit because I, I like to talk. I really do like to talk. Um, and I do like to tell my own stories and share my own thoughts, like in conversation with people. Um, I think I actually have a a little bit of a problem of talking too much, not listening enough. Um, but I don't open up a lot, um, not to not to very many people, and not to a super strong degree. Like I very rarely will will share things that I would consider uncomfortable to talk about um or like for my own sake they're uncomfortable not necessarily the topic but I just I know how weak I am as as a human being and it's it's hard to admit that you're weak um and I also know that 
you know, I spend a lot of time, sorry, <clears throat> my throat is, it's a little in the morning, so it's still a little rough. I spend a lot of time um, focusing on others, like, not not saying that as like a, like humble brag or whatever, but like, I've made it my life goal to focus on the needs of others. And a lot of people deal with a lot, a lot of crap. And uh, most of the time I'll, when I, you know, when I see them and their need, I'm just like, yeah, I have my own problems too and maybe to some extent sharing them will will help them in their scenario but most of the time I'm like yeah I don't but like I'm not important like I need I need to help with them or help them with their issues that they're dealing with um and I said I'm not important but like I I know that's not true i know each person is valuable in the eyes of god but it's just it's just one of those things that i yeah i don't know i i struggle with to some extent so yeah this is definitely go this is definitely going to go to the hour i think <laughs> um spending five minutes on an intro um so I'm going to I'm going to try and open up a little bit. Um I'm going to not share everything um, cuz some things are simply like on a need to know basis and the the broad general public does not need to know. <laughs> um but I do want to be honest with people and I want to be raw and let them know that hey I am a person like all of you and life is hard um and also very beautiful very very beautiful um and so I hope that this whatever this winds up being will show you that um that both of those things are true um and that's just the results of the the broken world that we live in um but the hope of the hope of christ uh, restoring us um yeah so anyway like i said i not everything everyone needs to know and so some things i will just generalize some things i'll leave names out of um and obviously i can go back and edit things as I need to, which is basically means I can say whatever and know I'll be fine. Um, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go chronologically through the year and just kind of give you a, a broad overview of everything that happened, you know, mostly with me this year. Um, some of it with the world around me and how it affected me. 
Um, and then after I do that, I'm going to come back and hit a few of the few of the broader topics or probably not broader topics. Not, what am I saying? Um, come back and hit a few other topics that have just kind of been with me this year and that I've been thinking about a lot more events and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but hopefully, you know, this is, this is maybe a little selfish, but you know, it's, it's my time to shine as the host and the guest. So during these episodes, normally I try and, even though I definitely failed this, my goal as a host is to, you know, help the other person I'm talking with, you know, ask them good questions, keep them talking, get them to open up and share about their life. And I guess I'm going to try and do that with myself now for once. So all that said, let's get rolling. Um, yep. It's a long, long intro, but you're going to have to bear with me a little bit because I've never done this before. <laughs> so January, uh, Good grief, that seems so long ago. Uh, January 2020, what was going on? Um, man, that is so weird. I was, I was like, January seems like years ago, but like Christmas, like last year, it was like, like a day ago and I was just like what like I don't understand how time works sometimes like I'm recording this on Christmas morning by the way um we had Christmas stuff that we do on Christmas Eve so I had a little bit of time um yeah January so so long ago what was going on in Kurt's life in January um that would be uh, not a lot. Not, nothing really too exciting happened in January. Oh, I suppose that did happen. Uh, I started my YouTube channel. I guess that's kind of a tell of how exciting that launch was. <laughs> um, yeah, so January was the start of Renewed Horizon. Um, I put out a video on the 1st. Uh, explaining sort of the point of why I was launching it and stuff and didn't totally know what it was going to be. Um, I knew it wanted, I wanted it to be a, um, a place of community, um, of good storytelling, a place that was like away from a lot of the just junk on the internet and had some like wholesome stuff to it. Um, and that's taken quite a journey since then, but that was, that was the start. Um, I also remember promising to have my first video out, which was the, um, critical hit video over Spider-Man. It's like 40 minutes long. That's a, it's a great first video to start out with. Um, giving people a documentary. Um, that's essentially what it was. It was more like a 40, 40 minute video essay over why Spider-Man was 
such a great game and how it had an impact on me. But I remember promising that it'll go out on like the fourth, and then it came out like at the end of the month, and I was like, uh, "All right, lesson number one: don't don't promise things that um, you can't keep, kind of, or at the very least, don't promise to have a video out when you have no idea how long." post-production takes because you haven't ever made a video before um so there was that i don't know if i totally learned that lesson because i definitely promised other things throughout the year and i don't think they always went out on like the day i promised and stuff but that was that was a start of new horizon um there was uh School would have been starting up my second semester. Um, I would have had work for intramural refing, which was probably when I was trying to ref intramural basketball, which was an absolute nightmare. I am terrible at basketball, and I know even less about the rules of it. I remember there was a time where like somebody like ran into someone like basically tackled him knocked him over and i called a foul on it and i was like uh foul you you can't do that and i was like i don't know what's going on <sighs> that was miserable um school started second semester had some fun classes um i had uh I had a couple of English classes. I really liked my class with a. Uh, it was like intro to. I think intro to reading and writing about literature. I think that's what it was. It was like a 200 level class. Um, I really liked my professor. That's Marguerite Tossi. Um, yeah, that was a good class. Oh, yes. Healthy, Wealthy, Wise with, with Damon Day. PE 150, the class where I learned about life because I grew up under a rock and I was like trying to roll with everything I was being taught about, you know, STDs and all this stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And then they'd be like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) Uh, Yep, that was exciting. Um, what else? Uh, I suppose that was a switch to online too, but I'll talk about that later. Uh, when when COVID hits, this is still life of. Uh, I was about to say normalcy, but I hate that word because people use it all the time. Life of being normal. Maybe I should just use normalcy. I don't know. Um, What else happened? February. Oh, no, we can't go to February yet. I had some other stuff happen in January. What else? Um, February. I keep saying February. January. Um, had a few hard uh, relationship things going on. I had a few... Um, personal struggles too. Um, I think I'll save both of those topics 
for later though because they're better to talk about in like in a bigger perspective um rather than like chronological so i guess that was all for january i could think of so february um had a fun video go out um i had been doing some monthly challenges or like every month i do some sort of different personal thing been doing that for a while uh in february i made it the goal of working out like five days a week i don't remember what the exact goal was but i got uh, my buddy ben andrews to do it with me um which is fun because ben and i had like interacted some but that was the first time we really did a lot together um so three days a week we would run um and then twice a week we would rock climb so we'd like alternate and the goal was by the end of the month to be able to run three miles under 20 minutes which is what you had to do in high school cross country to like letter at my school so i wanted to see if i could do that again um because i hadn't ran in quite a while which spoilers if you haven't seen that video <clears throat> i think it's called don't be a sack of potatoes um i did not make it i was about 30 seconds short i think something like that and but ben did and that was really cool because he hadn't ran in like ever <laughs> and we yeah we just went after it and went hard and that's what we wound up with um so that was really fun i don't remember a lot of other things happening in february i know that's when like i really got into rock climbing which is really fun because john um john dockweiler he got into rock climbing a lot too like i think right around this he might have started more like in January and stuff, really getting into it. But it was fun because like it was a new, a new thing that we could do together. Because you know, John and I have known each other for so long. Um, we basically feels like we've done everything already. But that was a new, totally new experience that we could share together. So that was so much fun. Um, and even though I'm pretty. I'm still pretty, uh, I'm probably in between like beginner and intermediate. John is definitely in the uh, lower advanced side of it, I would say. At least, uh, you know, like climbing routes and stuff at, at the wall. But it's fun. I really like it. I don't remember a lot of else happening in February. There might have been some other things, but March uh good old march when the world explodes or explodes in america um i suppose by february a lot of covid stuff had been becoming more of a concern like in china and stuff um and across the world um but it wasn't until march when it finally hit america and like was a big enough of an issue that school shut down 
I moved online. Um, it was just everything went crazy. Um, also, I had a birthday. <laughs> uh, turned 22 decades. It's kind of wild. Um, it's also my first birthday not at home, which was really weird. Um, yeah. And not even like, oh, you know, like, did you get presents? Did you know, like, not all that, like, birthday party type stuff. It was just like, not, not seeing my family was weird. Um, my mom and dad and brother, uh, younger brother were off doing like a traveling thing. They went on this traveling adventure. Um, it's like Oregon and Texas and some other places. So I think they were in Texas at that time. And I remember they like gave me a bunch of money to like go buy a skateboard. Um, <laughs> I never did buy it because around that, around that time, uh, was when stuff just started like going out of stock and no new manufacturing and things like that and I wanted this like cool custom board because I thought it would be cool and didn't even think about the fact that you can't even you can't even see the bottom of the board while you're riding anyway <laughs> so it's kind of like eh, I could have just got a straight up skateboard probably been fine um Should probably rectify that at some point. Getting myself a 20th birthday present. That'd be kind of nice. I don't know. Um, yeah. COVID hit. Uh, man. Dude, I didn't... Eat. Nobody knew at the time like what it was going to be like. But I was like... I had friends who were like going back home, all this stuff, and I really, um, I was ready for the honestly, like, just I was ready for this to be like the new, like the new plague, because um, I remember in high school hearing all these stories about um, how a lot of like theology got screwed up in that era because like all the like all the good pastors, um, the good shepherds went out and were in the midst of the city and caring for those in need. And a lot of them died because of it. And then like all the, all the rotten subpar pastors just stayed and protected themselves. And that's what screwed up a lot of people, I think, in that time. So I was ready. I'm like, this is like, this is go time. Like we got international students who are stuck here. We've got all sorts of people in need. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I might die from this. Like, but like, let's, let's get after it. Let's, let's not, let's not, not, not let that fear overcome the, the call to serve. And so I was ready. And then, yeah, 
and then April came, and it just, yeah, I don't know, it was weird, like, as much as I wanted to be there helping people, I also really wanted to be with my family, and, like, money was going to get tighter and stuff, and, like, there's nobody else was there, and it was just hard to be there, like, alone, like, hardly anyone else, um, except for, like, the people who, like, lived in Kearney, like, my friends, and I knew it was just going to be tough to stay there when I couldn't actually, like, be with people and stuff. So, after all that of getting hyped up and stuff, I just decided to, to move home. Um, which, you know, I don't think is neither here nor there, but... Yep, that's what that's what I decided to do, and had to like quarantine for a couple weeks because that's what my parents wanted me to do if I was gonna move home. Um, which was pretty interesting. They stuck me in my uh, I took over my sister's bedroom because it had an egress window, and so that was like my door to the outside. So if I ever wanted to go on like a walk or something. It's just, I just came in through, came in through the window, which I admit was very, very difficult to move in all my stuff from college through this like hobbit door, but you know, only broke a few, few backbones and doing that. It was also the room was right next to like, it had its own bathroom. So it was just the most convenient place for me to be. Um... I had a thought earlier, and that's why I started slowing down, because I can't remember what I was going to say. It was, it was about five minutes ago. I thought of something, and I never said it. It's going to bug me, which means I should probably just move on, because maybe it'll come to me later. But there you go. You're getting the raw Kurt, Kurt who doesn't remember anything as a memory of a goldfish. Um... Although apparently I hear that they have better memories than we think, but, you know, maybe I'm worse than a goldfish. Wow, that's depressing. Yeah, that was, that was, April was definitely the, the wild month of Walmart running out of toilet paper, all this crazy stuff, and people losing their minds and things like that. Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. See, I told you this. Uh, at least I think this was what it was. I also started my podcast. Um, the first episode of that came out in... Uh, when did that come out? I think that came out in... January. Hold up, let me go look this up. Also, I should have I should have had this pulled up this whole time. That episode that I did with Ben 
I don't think came. Yeah, it didn't come out in February. Oh, hey, I have a new subscriber. Um, when did it come out, though? That came out in April. That's right. So I did it with Ben in February, but the actual video didn't come out until April. Because I had another video about challenges I'd done in 2019 that came out in March. First episode of Audio Stew came out on February 19th. So when I talked with my sister about Star Wars for four hours. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I still can't believe that. Um, we split up into two episodes, but man, that was that was something else, let me tell you. So there was that. Um, but April is when I actually told people publicly that I started a YouTube channel. Um Like, put on social media and stuff, I mean. So I had a, several videos that month. That was definitely the most I put out in a month. I had I had it good every other week of, like, uh, video, podcast, video, podcast, video, podcast. Like, I think I made it the whole month, which was pretty exciting. Um, but after that, I... I ran a lot of ideas, and so it was just like podcasts for like a month straight after that. That was my my biggest video came out that month, so the 30 awesome things you can do while quarantined, which is my first like sketch type video, I guess. I don't know. It was pretty fun. I just kind of dorked around, had Andrew help me with it and stuff, but... Really, it kind of kind of sets the the tone of my channel. I'm a very goofy person. Um, yeah, let me turn this down just a smidge. I'm listening to. I'm listening to um some. Just some beats while. While this is going, so that way, because I can't have my fan on. Because you'll hear that if I do, but I got headphones on. Anyway, um, so that that was pretty exciting. Uh, I really did enjoy that video. Um, but yeah, it's just a perfect mix of my my goofy side and my uh, serious side, which is kind of who I am. I like to make people laugh and then hit them with a deep thought. It's usually how I roll. Um, so there was all that. May was kind of just, it was pretty boring. Um, I was just finishing up school stuff. Had some more podcasts and stuff, some good podcasts, but like it was just, there wasn't a lot going on. I hadn't started work yet. I think May was May was pretty rough on on my personal health. I think I 
didn't didn't do a lot. I know I played a ton of video games. Um, had some struggles come back into my life. Um, or like they're just more pronounced during that time. Um, yeah, that was May. Oop, bump the table. I have a list of stuff. I'm going to make sure there's any of this I didn't go over. Oh, I completely forgot about this. No, I didn't completely forget it. Like, I, I wrote it down. I just forgot to talk about it earlier. I did have a very, another very scary thing happen in January. Uh, my nephew <clears throat> was born shortly around that time, and... Um, no, I guess he, I mean, he was born earlier than that, but like, he's still very, very young. Um, and he had a lot of respiratory stuff happen. Um, this, <clears throat> sorry, my, even with water, still, my throat's a little, ugh. yeah, that was, that was no fun. Um, I'll maybe have Janelle and Elliot on at some point and talk a little bit more about their journey with Lincoln. That's that's my nephew's name. But yeah, just that month was that. There's there's a few there's a few weeks where he was in the 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 NICU. Um, if I remember all this right, hopefully I do. But yeah, just knowing how hard it was on Janelle and Elliot and still having a couple other boys to raise and stuff and yeah, that wasn't that wasn't fun, but God is good and he uh he got through it, which was a blessing and so he's 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 thriving. He slobbered all over my face yesterday at Christmas. That was that was pretty exciting. Um, anyway, so that was one thing I missed that I had to go back and grab real quick. May, June, June I started work at uh, the daycare again. I don't think I worked in May at all. Maybe I did. Um, I worked at the daycare in my hometown a couple summers ago. Um, and just, man, those kids, man, those kids, they're so, they're so amazing and adorable and I love them, but also kids are kids. And I think a couple of years ago, I didn't do a lot. Like I was just kind of the, the support in the after, for like a few hours. Um, but this past summer I was there like 10 to 10 to six, I think was my shift. Um, so it was, it was a lot, it was a lot more different being like a, like a partner versus like a sidekick kind of, um, I work with Kaylee Everly, um, in the school age room and she's, she's awesome. She's such a great, great person and great at working with kids and stuff. So it was super fun. It's a great, 
great experience for me. Um, but this this year was a little tougher, um, just because I had more responsibility, or at the very very least, like felt more responsibility, kind of. Um, yeah, man, those kids, those kids are crazy. Definitely a lot more meltdowns, a lot more meltdowns I saw this year. Um, and so they didn't have to wear like masks and stuff. Like at, I'm working at a daycare in Kearney now, and like they still have a lot of kids like trying to wear masks and stuff. But they didn't make them do that during the during the summer. Um, just because it's a small town and it wasn't really an issue, like it hadn't been in the town at all. Um, what else, man? There. There was some fun stuff. We, what all did we do? I'm trying to think of good ones. We had a a talent talent show thing that was really funny uh, because I had a problem where they would move the younger kids up into my group and like the younger school like pre-k type stuff and every time they would come in the transition was a nightmare and i'm like oh i can't deal with these younger kids they don't listen to me i have a hard enough time with getting the older kids to listen to me you know and finally started figuring some stuff out uh like giving them structure when they came in was good and so we had a talent show one day that led to some very fun antics. A lot of, there were many musical performances. Those were good. Uh, there was the infamous Derek wearing a dress and uh, singing Let It Go, um, which was the funniest thing ever. And he had some very unique dance moves and uh was made only better by his mom coming in as he was performing to pick him up which was hilarious and then the next day we went back on watched a bunch of it with the with the uh uh amy and michelle like my bosses and we went back and watched a bunch of it and <laughs> just, they were laughing so hard at, like this security footage of Derek dancing it's such a good such a good memory ah oh, man I miss those kids they're so good Michael Michael's so great he makes me laugh um yeah that kid we read a book about no talk if you ever read no talking by Andrew Clements uh, he's a very good author for that, like, younger, eh, like, mid-school mid, mid school range, maybe, like, third or third grade-ish. Um, that's kind of, like, where what age he writes for, I think. And uh, there's a book called No Talking where the, the boys and the girls in the classroom are not getting along, and they have this big fight over, um, like girls are always talking so much and stuff so they have a contest to see who can stay quietest the longest 
um, like a three-day challenge, and whoever talks the least uh, wins. And so it's a very good book. I love it. Um, but every time we read that book, the kids, it was great because it was you went from reading to lunchtime, and we have quiet lunches for like five minutes where you're just not supposed to talk, and then you just eat your food um, for a few minutes. And the kids, they would always try and see how lunch, like how much longer they could go after that. So we would try it, and a lot of kids would, you know, be like, as soon as the timer's done, they'd like yell out some goofy word and then just be total dorks like that. And, but then some of them would keep going. They'd like half an hour, like an hour, they'd like get out whiteboards and write on them and stuff. Like, it was so good. And then a couple days or, like, weeks later, I had one kid, Michael, who took it upon himself to stay quiet the entire day. The kid did not say a single word, even though some people tried to get him to talk. We're talking, like, at least six, six, eight hours of silence from this guy. And I'm just like, what? What on earth, man? This is crazy. This is the same Michael that later decided to start his own YouTube channel because Mr. Kurt had a cool YouTube channel and Michael's a very creative person. He wanted his own YouTube channel also. And my favorite moment from this past couple months was when I got a shout out on Michael's channel for my own channel. It kind of made me cry and laugh. It was the best thing ever. Um, yeah, they were crazy. They thought that I having me having a YouTube channel was like the coolest thing ever. Um, so that was June, I guess. We'll have July and August thrown in there too. Um, and daycare was not easy either. Uh, it's not fun telling your telling parents that hey your kid was swearing at all these other kids and having kids melt down and like just like bawling over something and usually something not important but a lot of times knowing that there's other things going on too and just wondering how how are How's this kid in that state where he can have a meltdown over like kickball or something like that and refuse to go inside and yeah it's hard I'm not the greatest at comforting either like I like part of it is because I'm a guy like I try and be there for kids and stuff but like I, it's very obvious to me that women are more adept at caring for children. Um, I believe men definitely have a place in that, and they need strong men to to be that like strong men to like show them like this is how you do things, this is how you treat people. Um, 
but when it comes to some other some other sides of you know parenting or childcare, like there's there's just things that I'm just lost on. I'm like, oh, like I try, but then it's just like, yeah, you got this, whoever. <laughs> like I tried, but yeah, that was a little bit of a rant. Um, kind of covered, like I said, multiple months there. I was also dealing with a lot of stuff, and I'll talk more about that. But August. August is a big turnaround in Kurt's life. Big one. Uh, August is what brought um, RFK, so Royal Family Kids Camp. Um, They weren't even sure if they were going to have it this year because of COVID and everything, but we did have it. If you don't know anything about RFK, you need to know about RFK. Um, Hopefully I'll have, I might try and get Connor on here later to come talk about it later in the year or 2021 I mean um but RFK is a camp for kids who are involved in the foster care system um and it's a week where they can get away from all that and just just be a kid and have fun learn some valuable lessons um and give them hope when they go back into the realities of the world. And man, that was such a good experience. I think I said it at some point in time, but that is probably the best week I've ever had in my life. Um, You read verses about... um, you know, is that, I'm going to butcher it. I think it's Philippians about Christ becoming a man and humbling himself um, to be a servant and to care so much about humanity that he would die for them. Um either Philippians or Hebrews I think Philippians but so you read that and you're like okay yeah I'm a servant I'm a servant like let's live for other people um but then to actually show it is different to have a whole week of I am dedicated to these two kids or these four kids you like share a room um with like your buddy camper and stuff um and to have all that and to be like this week is about the kids it is not about me and to pour your life out to just love on them to hey do you want to do this okay let's do that and to let them smash cake in your face, let them go, you know. It's not It's not like letting them do everything that they want because sometimes they want things that aren't good for them, but it is dropping a lot of barriers that we have in society of like, 
no kids 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 can't do that like that's disorderly or whatever like when you have enough people when you have enough support where you can watch out for kids and stuff and make sure that you know your your attention is focused on them and nothing else and you can have a lot of wild crazy fun like you can have a bunch of kids at the pool you can go on a speedboat ride you can run through a bouncy house you can do all those things and i know a lot of people just don't do it because you know you can't afford doing that or whatever but man just to just to be a kid is so cool I am 100%, I'm like five <laughs> at heart still. And I realized a couple of weeks ago, I'm no longer five uh, in my body. I'm 20 in my body because when you run through a bouncy house about 12 times in a row and, uh, you know, you start to feel the cardio and one time you slip out coming out and then you sprain your wrist. But that's a, that's, that's a little bit later. Um, that week was so good, though. So good. Uh, that's when I really got to know Connor Gosnell a little better. Um, he's such a great guy. Uh, very kind, very loving, very intelligent. Um, it was so much fun. <sighs> Man, I want to wanna go back there and stuff. It's a scary moment. I I lost my kid. Uh, one of my kids I was watching out for. I was trying to help somebody else with one of their kids, and he like that they weren't cooperating. And then I look around and I realize my kid is gone, and I understand that fear now of of a parent, you know, losing their kid like in the grocery store or whatever, like I know as a kid, like, I, I loved hiding in the clothes racks and trying to scare my parents and stuff, but like to actually be on the other side, I was like, oh, what was I doing? Like this is, it's like the, the most terrifying thing I've felt in my life. And it was, it was scary. Um, fortunately, Ben Andrews, the man, the man, the, the man, the myth, the legend. There we go. That's what I was just trying to say. Uh, he he had found one of my kids um, that had he basically just wandered off with the bigger pack and thought I was with them, and it was hard because I like I was wasn't like upset with him really like I was just mostly scared and glad he was back but like there was tension between us for a while I could tell he was upset and I was upset and we just kind of kept going for a while um but it worked out in the end I um Connor and I talked about for a while and uh I'm not a I'm not a huge um like physical affection it's not huge on my uh love languages and stuff just because it I don't know 
freaks me out a little bit, but also I remember it every time. Like, like it just sticks with me. And I remember Connor giving me a hug after, you know, we had talked about for a little bit and I was trying to, you know, keep it in, but I was crying a little bit and stuff and man, that kind of stuff just, it just sticks with you. You don't, you don't forget about it. But yeah, it was so good. Um, I was around like six hours of sleep, maybe that whole week. I'd stay up with some of the other guys and you just needed that time of camaraderie with other big campers and talking with them. I knew a bunch of them from CSF and all this stuff. And it was just so nice to, to laugh and to share stories and, Yeah. It was so good. Anyway. Um, so I came back from RFK. I had another week of work left. And uh, it was a different sort of week. Because I saw everything that we did at the daycare. And I was just like, man, what if we... What if we did things this w different in this way or whatever? And to go back to, you know, instead of being one-on-one -on -one or one-on-two, I'm back to one-on-12 and one-on-15, like as far as kids I have to watch. And it was just weird because I'm like, oh, man, these kids, like a lot of them know life is like hard, but some of them are just like, being a brat right now and like do, do you understand like how nice your life is and stuff and just yeah it was a little different uh august also meant starting school again the first uh semester of covid school i guess did i even mention july July was pretty much just work and video games, like, not gonna lie. That's basically all I did. Um, which probably was not healthy. But, yeah, I was not the greatest. Um, back to school. Uh, rooming with John again. Um, classes I knew would be different. I had to wear a mask in all my classes. Um, wound up being a okay semester. Like all things considered, I think it was pretty good. I had an online class that was just miserable. Uh, it was like work at your own pace, and I would do everything like the day before it was due, and it was just blech. Um, I had another online class that was good. I had it wasn't. It was sad because it was with a uh, Tossie who I had the previous semester, but it was just like a, a zoom class. And it was sad because it was like, this isn't the same at all. Like, it's nice to see people again and to like have those lectures and stuff, but it's just, it felt so different. Um, 
but yeah, there was that, and then my best class, um, like my favorite class I've had so far was my philosophy class with Thomas Martin, which was the, uh, shout out to the last episode of Audio Stew, because I had him on the show. So if you want to hear more about him, he's a pretty cool guy, go listen to that. Um, yeah, so that was... That was such a good class of reading. We read Republic. We read a bunch of Flannery O'Connor. Um, just being with someone, he's he's a Catholic, but like someone who understood that life is more than just like what you do for an occupation. Like it's about who you are. And it was very needed. Um, in that time of just trying to sort of figure out who who I am and things like that. Um, yeah. What else happened around that time? Just getting back to CSF House, uh, getting back to see people again was so much fun. Um, early in the semester, like the so last or not semester, but like last, let me try this again. Last year, my squad was kind of like uh, Matt and Andrew. Um, I had them on the show talking about video games, but we would hang out late at night and do stuff. This semester, I didn't stay up near as late, but I would hang out with uh, Paige and Cream quite a bit, which was super fun. It was great to have Cream in the house because like I knew her from high school and stuff, but like we didn't really interact, and then now it's like, oh yeah, Cream's like awesome friend. Like she's super cool. So it's crazy how life works in that way. Um, ooh, we are getting very close to the hour. Good grief! I'm sorry if you're still here. Congratulations. Uh, somehow you've managed to listen to Kurt monologue for an hour. Woo! I think I still got probably at least half an hour left in me too. That's that's wild. <laughs> anyway, um, so hopefully you have this on a faster speed though, because it's definitely a little slower pace. Um, house house is good this year. Uh, it's really fun. Um. trying to think of where where to go and some more relationship stuff we'll talk about that later really not a lot like there there weren't as many exciting like events this past semester it's been a lot of just a lot of grinding uh more got back to more work on youtube and podcast and stuff um tried to make a song that was kind of fun um, but yeah, a lot of those, a lot of the months just kind of blur together of just school, weird COVID stuff and just trying to work on relationships. That's kind of what the past several months has been, but with a very different outlook on life, um, largely due to RFK. Um, 
yeah, was there anything like interesting? Like I said, memory is pretty bad, but I'm trying to think of like specific events. Like I could share some fun stories of stuff, but maybe I'll do that. Couple fun house adventures. What did we do? Um, we did the Hertz Donut Run. That was really fun. That was Kurt trying his best to learn how to be a spontaneous person. So we drove to Lincoln and drove back, but we got some Hertz Donuts along the way. Uh, went and saw the wonderful Ben Jansen, um, who I dearly miss. And he's still an awesome guy. Um, yeah, that was fun. Just, hey, let's get donuts. Okay. <laughs> Drive to Lincoln and back. It's kind of, it's not, not how I normally roll, but that's just how it happened. Um, that's another good one. Um, I don't feel like we did as much this semester. Like, it was kind of a weird semester where we did a lot of stuff together, but it wasn't like a lot of really fun things. It was mostly just like doing life together. Um, Friendsgiving was pretty fun. Uh, it was some really good food. Like, we killed it. It was great. Um,. It's also when John told people that he was moving out. Uh, so it was a little bit of a bittersweet, but yeah. Friendsgiving was really good. Bunch of Jackbox nights. Those were good. Um, some Among Us nights. That was a new thing this year. Which was hilarious because we had Andrew and Matt, who would, like, one of them would be the imposter, and then they just run around, dorking around, and jumping in vents in front of each other and stuff, and then I would try and, like, spy on them and get killed, or who knows what. It was just, there are some very hilarious moments. Um... Ooh, doing photography stuff with John. That was super fun. So John started his photography business. Hopefully I can talk to him on the show at some point about it. But I got to be his his muse, his model, or whatever you want to call it, for a few of his shoots. Um, that was really fun. Uh, just a, I just am so impressed by anyone who can exercise their creative talents in some really unique ways and John is so good at it um and so it was so much fun there's the the secret uh bromance shoot that I don't know if he'll ever show the world but it was it was a very very fun time that we just took pictures together for like an hour, two hours. It was so good. Um, yeah. Just a lot of a lot of good times. 
Um, I started work that happened this semester too. I'm kind of blurring these last several months together. Uh, work has been weird. <laughs> um, I only work a few hours a day at the, I work like the afternoon shift at, uh, the daycare and Carney. There's a bunch of sunshine world. And it was hard because I don't know the kids as well. It's taken time and they're still not. A lot of them aren't great at listening to me, but then some of them are still adorable or they listen to everything I say. And it's, so it's just, it's been a lot tougher transition. I kind of forgot about how like how things can be hard getting to know people and stuff but I think I'm going to do it probably work a little bit less because I have other things I want to focus on but I'll keep doing it next semester too um what else happened we had no fast food November. That was kind of fun. Um, getting back to some of those challenges and stuff that I've done. Which is very needed because I, living in Kearney, there's a lot more options for fast food than there is in Central City. So I've been getting it fairly often. Um, so it helped me save some money. Oh, I bought a new phone. That's where a lot of my funny, my funny, that's where a lot of my money went. Uh... But it's really nice because now I have like a, a little bit better video quality whenever I want to film stuff. But still just like, Ey. oh, somewhere in there I got Instagram. Forgot about that. That was back in like start of the summer, I think. Maybe. I don't, I don't totally remember. That was fun. I kind of like Instagram. It's kind of a fun platform in my opinion, but... I also tried to dye my hair. I forgot about that. That was not a, that was a bad, <laughs> that was one of those, well, lesson learned, uh, experiences. I tried to add some red highlights to my hair because I thought it'd be cool. It looked like my hair was on fire. Instead, it just kind of was this weird red. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't bright red, but it was like, it definitely had... I don't know, it was just a weird color and it didn't work well. And I was like, well, this is what happens when you try and dye your own hair. Because I wanted Christina to help me and she was busy reading a book, which meant she really did not want to help me. And she's like, just figure it out. It's like, okay. So I tried to figure it out for like an hour and it didn't go so well. Anyway. Um... So there was that. No fast food was good. I've been, I have a lot of respect for John because he's very, he's a very disciplined man. And uh, so that was good to try and work on discipline in some different areas. Um, and now we're in December and December brings uh, a lot of change in my life. Um, Yeah, how do we, I'm trying to think of how I go forward from here. 
so that's kind of the that's kind of the chronological a year in perspective for Kurt. Um, year in perspective for the world. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Is that a good word? I don't know. There was all the during the summer, all the like Black Lives Matter stuff. It was an election year. It's just so much hatred in America. It's not not fun to deal with. Um, and I hope as a nation we've we've learned to to value life. Um, but I don't know if I don't know if we became more selfless or more selfish this year. I think it just kind of revealed like who we are in a lot of ways as people. Um, I'm going looking at my list again, decide what all I want to talk about. Uh, I'll talk about YouTube and podcasting a little bit more. And then I'll think I'll finish off with some of my more personal struggles this year. Um, so YouTube was good. Uh, I also started putting some videos on just my personal account, which I think has been good because I'm sort of figuring out the difference of, okay, these ones are goofy or personal. These ones are like story related. And then I also have, I started streaming on Twitch, which is been fun it's been kind of my way of still playing video games and stuff without feeling like i was just wasting a lot of time um it's fun to interact with a few few close friends and i don't know hopefully they'll keep growing a little bit uh but i've got a habit of doing that every monday night and it's fun um my favorite video let me let me go with that Favorite video I put out this year. Um, I'm going to say my courage video it was a short I tried to make um, that just wound up being a concept. Like a couple of shots are not like final shots. It was just like stand in footage, but I really. I really did like it. Um, the idea of trying to communicate some sort of human emotion or some sort of lesson in like a very unique way. It's a it's a silent video. There's no dialogue. Um, but. Yeah, it was fun to try and make a short. That's the only short I've ever made. Um, and I definitely need a lot of work. <laughs> I have a lot, lot, long way to go. Um, just on everything script-wise, lighting. I thought my, my transitions and stuff were pretty good. Like, it was a good try. Um, like, I tried a lot of unique stuff, but need a lot of help still. But that was good. I hope to do more like that. Uh, but honestly, like I did like 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 video essays. Those have been fun. Like they take a long time to make, and I don't really like all the time I have to put into it. But I do like the final product because I've 
I've always loved like I hate writing essays that are pointless, but I love writing my thoughts on different things. So if I can write an essay with a point, like I love doing that. And then a couple of goofy videos. Um, I'm gonna make more, more of those. <laughs> that Taco Bell video I made was pretty funny. Not gonna lie, I kind of like it. Um, yeah. Podcast though, man, that's been such a journey. Uh, over 24 hours worth of content, if I remember right. Let me, I think I can calculate this real quick. Um, what is it? Is that what it was? Maybe it was. Um, I'm gonna pause this real quick and come back. Quick break. The podcast continues in part two. 